Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This episode of the podcast is with special guest, Esoteric Eddie, author, conspiracy theorist, modern-day mystic, a young rebel with just the most powerful mind. We get into it. I did I did a lot of the talking in this episode, I'm not going to lie. I was just really excited to meet him and I wanted to run something by him and, and I knew that right now was the opportunity to do it. So I, I loved doing this podcast and, and I hope you guys enjoyed as much as I did. And I, it was a real treat to have this guy on my podcast. So enjoy. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, take two of the Esoteric uh, Gladiator podcast with Esoteric Eddie, who I just discovered the other day on uh, Tinfoil Hat podcast. Uh, absolutely incredible. One of the more incredible podcasts I've heard in a long time. And so I reached out to him and asked him if he'd be on the podcast. And we just did about 20 minutes of podcasting and found out it wasn't recording. So I look like a fucking amateur. But I reached out to him, and and he hit me back, and uh, I asked him, "Oh, would you ever come on my podcast?" And he said, "He said, yeah, I'd be down." Um, and then I asked him, "Where are you at?" And he said, "San Diego." And I said, "Holy shit, I'll be there tomorrow." And he said, "Hit me up. I'll I'll probably be down to meet up with you after five five thirty. So I hit him up. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is Esoteric Eddie. He's gonna tell you a little bit about himself, a little bit about his book, and and then we're gonna just. We're going to start spitting fire. What up, what up? Esoteric Eddie here. Uh, namaste. Um, yes, yeah, so I'm 27 years old. I've uh, been researching the esoteric occult conspiratorial for over 10 years. Got into it around 12 to 14 years old. Was doing some psychedelic mushrooms, listening to a lot of hip-hop, and just reading and, and researching a lot of uh, the, the classics, you know, David Icke, Alex Jones, Bob Purcell. Um, Santos Bonacci and just all that that classical good stuff around that time and uh, went through some different experiences in life too that led me on this journey and went through different incarnations as we were saying before as an artist and I, I tried to present this knowledge that I knew different times throughout my life and um, you know some of them were failures and, and uh, but in the end I decided to revamp everything that I was doing and take everything that I knew and all the skills that I had and go with this new incarnation, which has been in the work for the past couple years, which is the Esoteric Eddie stuff. So I dropped my YouTube, Esoteric Eddie TV, decided to go full force on this new book. Took me a couple years to, to write it, published it last December of 2021, and it is titled The Lucifer Mystery Revealed. The Lucifer Mystery Revealed. I had the opportunity the other day when, uh, you know, when he went on Tinfoil Hat to listen to that episode, and he goes through all a lot of the 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 content in his book and it's it's uh it's really fascinating uh you want to give a brief overview on that yeah so basically it's a it's an academic perspective on the historicity of lucifer within the church and the occult so i try to write it as dry cut as possible you know i just wanted it to be like a straightforward academic book something that you know you like it could be considered a textbook but um Every now and then throughout the book, I also give my opinion and, and my insight. And the book is, the, the motive behind the book was for me to really scrutinize the church and the occult. Because uh, throughout my life, I've dealt with both in, in society and uh, realized that 
we're perpetuating this war amongst each other of ideologies and I kind of just wanted to come in between both of them and make them face themselves and, and what they what they believe and deconstruct both the church and the occult by de deconstructing Lucifer and showing them you know that uh, we're kind of fighting over over nothing you know kind of just bring it all back down to a human level and ask ourselves on a deeper level like what is it that we're doing here and how are we going to proceed I feel like like a lot of times with all that stuff like you know we are the consciousness of Christ and we are the consciousness of Satan right like yeah. I feel like we are the true like because we can look at like even like the conspiratorial side like the people at the top and be like oh those are the Satanists right there but then we got homies in our neighborhood that are robbing from their moms to go freaking smoke heroin and then do you know what I mean yeah. so it's like man is it really Satan doing all this or is it human beings and we're just looking for a scapegoat yeah. literally yeah, literally, I, and I think that's what it is, you know, at least in my life, that's what I've seen, like, the people who claim to be good and Christians are really doing some foul shit behind our backs, and then some people who are kind of like, you know, talked down on, and just because they have addictions or, or troubles and traumas are some of the nicest people, you know, so it's really what you do with your mind, what you do with your body and your life, um, but it can, we can easily be swayed if we don't practice spiritualism and metaphysics if we just go about our day like some kind of civilian, a part of a country, exactly, you know, then we're missing the point here. Yeah, man, freaking, uh, we, the, the part, uh, we already talked about this earlier pre-podcast, was the, 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 the really, the clincher when I heard your podcast was, is you were taking things to such deep waters and it was just like drowning us with info. And it's things that I've thought of myself or, or, or things that I was like, oh, I bet you me and this guy could really do some amazing work on some topics that I don't really feel like a lot of other people can just go to those levels. So I've, I told you before, that's one of the best podcasts I've heard in a long fucking time. Like Sam said, this is my favorite podcast. He wasn't lying. Outside of that one, the last time I heard a podcast that good was, remember when Gary the Numbers Guys came on? Yeah. I listened to that podcast three times. I remember that. That, that was like two or three years ago. Yeah. That was before COVID. Yeah. That's the last time I listened to a podcast that I felt was just like, oh, I got to listen to this shit again. Yeah. Uh, so in that podcast, we you were talking about like, how, which is something that I've considered before, is whether Christ or Lucifer are real, we've put so much uh, energy and artwork, right? Because we know magicians in the occult operates off art and creativity and sigils and repetition. We've done that so much with Lucifer and Christ, whether they were real beings or not, they are now. We have opened that timeline, that channel, that consciousness. Do you agree? Absolutely, man. 100%. And, um, I always tell people like whenever I pray I just I pray to Christ I don't pray to a particular image or, or doctrine but that's the energy that I pray to absolutely you know and um, so a lot of people I mean the book is, is me deconstructing Lucifer and showing you academically how he never existed because it all came from a translational error and um, but 
the early church took that transitional error by mistake and started building this concept of a deity by the or, name or of on purpose so they can control people yeah it, it could have been on purpose um my my honest opinion on it on a mundane level is that it was just honest human error okay we, we just at first right at first but then okay. late, later on it could they could have definitely picked up on it because from my understanding this i didn't mention this on on tfh but uh there's a dude out there by the name of Mauro Biglino. Okay. Have you heard of him? Uh, no, I don't think so. Mauro Biglino. Uh, he was he used to be a translator um, for the Vatican. Okay. So um, through a third party company, not like exactly not at the Vatican, but through a third party uh, company, they would send him stuff. He he knows all these different languages and stuff. So he was translating works for the for the Vatican, and according to his his book, which is. So it's titled uh, "This Book Will Forever Change the Way We Think About the Bible" or something. He's okay. got he's got interviews out there, but nonetheless, Mauro Biglino used to be translator for the Vatican, and he claims that the Vatican has always known. Did about, they fire him? Yeah, they fired him. Because I think I saw something on that on a video recently. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The Mauro Biglino, um, and he was like trying to bring some type of truth to the people, and then they. Okay. Yeah, they, they pretty much fired him, you know, from being a translator. But he claims that the Vatican has always known about the Anunnaki, about Enki and Enlil. They've always known that story. And we're just kind of like, well, we can't, you know, turn around now. So they just kept going with the narrative. Yeah. But it's funny how slowly they're trying to, like, prep us with saying, like, well, aliens could be real and this and that. So going back to Lucifer, when in the book I show that uh, it was all a translational error. We got it wrong. And the reason why, why we got it wrong is we got to understand the Old Testament was written, put together around 600 B.C., and then it was first translated into Greek uh, around 70 B.C., I believe. Or, uh, oh, no, sorry, don't quote me on that. I'm saying I'm thinking 70 because it's called the Septuagint. Okay. The 70. But anyways, so it's going from Hebrew to Greek to Latin to English. So, I mean, of course. And Christ's original language, I believe, was Aramaic. Yeah. So there's all these translational errors going on. And uh, we could get into that or not, but um, if you want about how it goes. Through. Yeah, I, I, I was going to bring some of, the, some of that up with you when I was going to, um, because th with your knowledge of Enlil and Anki and the Anunnaki and um, a lot of like my random just knowledge of, of different things like Viracocha, uh, Quetzalcoatl, um, uh, Tiki from Hawaii. Uh, and, and just the, the knowledge of corruption throughout the Vatican and the government and, and the tidbits of what sense I could make from this, this, this mystical wonderland called Tartaria that nobody can just seem to make sense of. When I staggered across the millennial reign of Christ, it was like, you, you've already been there, bro. You know, you know how like, it, it, they, don't, they don't happen all the time. It's like once every few years or once a year if you're real lucky but like every few years it's just like something profound hits you and you're just like yeah. oh shit this this just leveled me up right yeah so when i heard about the millennial reign of christ i i only saw like four or five videos on youtube did you, did you ever get a chance to look into that there's not yeah. a lot on it yeah because you're like the second person to recently bring it up to me and um shout out to the homie emmanuel kingman with the godcast oh nice He's got a dope uh, podcast. I just did an episode with him, and he just did an episode on Aeon Bite with Miguel Connor. Okay. He's like an OG in the game, too. He's kind of close with Sam. But uh, 
he just dropped they just dropped an episode like a couple days ago and it's it's on Tartaria and the millennial reign dude that's what that's <laughs> what I was hoping to do with you with this podcast I was like oh we're gonna be the first to do it but they did it huh well they did we'll it. be the second and I listened to it and shout out to both the homies you know mad love to them but to be honest like it didn't leave me any less confused okay you know? cool cause I I'm trying to understand this Tartaria thing, dude, but like, to, for me, nobody has been able to present it to me in a chronological way where I can present it academically, you know, in a way where I feel comfortable repeating it to people. Okay. You know, like, all I know for sure are just like these random tidbits of information. I feel like, I, I feel like I can't necessarily chronologically do it, but the timelines are so close that, again, I'm not saying this is is oh i believe this 100% everybody knows my opinions are subject to change and i feel like most intellects and people of intelligence they will change with with new information and this and that um but in the same token there's certain feelings that i've had so many times in my life where it's like aha moments and they wind up becoming true or they really resonate so deeply and and it's just like it's i feel like some things are almost undeniable um but again I'm always looking for the truth, so if if you tell me I'm lying about something or whatever, then I'm gonna I'm gonna look into that. Yeah. So, um, with with Tartaria, I'm sure you've heard of John Levi, right? No. Okay, so John Levi does uh, stuff on uh, Tartaria and the mud floods. Okay. So um, there's star forts all over the world. That, yep. Okay. Just started seeing that. Okay. And so when we look at like the architecture from like that was supposedly built here in America in the 1850s, it was supposed to be done by horse and buggy. Well, I've walked through um, older architecture in Spain. I've been to Sagrada Familia, which was, was brand new architecture. People were trying to compare that to the ancient architecture. I'm sorry, as amazing as, as Gaudi was, he was nowhere near as amazing as the ancients that did perfect sacred geometrical architecture that was in alignment with the nautilus shell the sunflower the golden mean pie fibonacci sequence um, it, which back in those days uh, architecture was created in masculine feminine form which is to say it was linear and a circular right like today in america all we have is linear architecture which traps energy right it's very yeah. it's very stagnant so um when you look at like the ancient architecture, the domes represented the breasts or the womb of the woman. And if you walk into one of those spaces, like I have, you and me could talk at a whisper and it sounds like we're in a fucking amphitheater almost. Uh, the doorway, which sometimes is linear, but a lot of times there's an arch in the doorway. The door represented the birthing canal because people walk in and out of it. The windows represented the eyes, the, uh, the towers represented the phallus, the masculine energy. The bridges represented the ligaments. And, um, you know, this is some ancient geomancy shit too. Um, but it was all built with a purpose. And when you walk into these ancient structures, and I'm speaking from experience, when I walk into this library today, you brought me to an awesome library. It's a cool library. It's like Barnes and Nobles in there, right? I'm like, but it's not like when I walk into one of these ancient structures and it literally feels like all my hair is standing up and I can hear. It's almost like the beginning of a mushroom trip, bro. Yeah. Your no bullshit. Your yeah. sensory perception just intensifies so much. So, seeing all this ancient architecture and knowing that all these 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 ancient churches and and, and um, you know uh, monastic. Uh, 
uh, our, our buildings uh, were like usurped by the Catholic Church, which I believe is, is the Church of Satan. Correct me if I'm wrong. Somebody proved me wrong. You know, I mean, if you're out there banging kids all the time and, and, and you're, you're, you're eating off golden spoons, but people are starving on the streets. I mean, I don't know. You probably agree with me on that. Oh, hell yeah. Fuck uh, the Vatican. So, so these guys usurp the, 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 the churches or, 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 or the temples of the godly, right? And back in those days, there was shit. You know what organs are, right? You know how they used to play the organ? Yeah. Yeah. Well, dude, they called them organs because supposedly the sound frequencies from those organs would heal our own organs, bro. Wow. So, yeah, it was like vibrational healing. I know you know about that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so that's why they would play the organs when you go to, to church. It would be like you would reset, and it talks about this stuff in the Tartarian Empire, yeah. the organs. So um, what I believe happened, and, and, and I believe this is happening now with these other buildings I'll get in in the future, is the... Um, the Vatican, the Church of Satan, usurped the these churches, these sacred buildings, and took them for their own to pervert them for uh, th this occult, you know, the dark, the dark arts occult, right? Whether, yeah. like we said earlier, if Lucifer is real or not, I don't know, but he's real now, right? They, they've yeah. they've brought the energy of Lucifer up, so I believe they took these sacred sites and they perverted them, right? And so with Tartaria, what you have is this guy, John Levi, and there's some other guys that break it down really good. And they'll, they'll show you all these pictures of like these buildings that were supposedly built here in the, in, you know, the 1850s by horses and buggies. But I'm looking at that shit. I'm like, I seen shit like this in Europe. And that shit was made out of granite and stone and quartz and like all the marble and shit you can't burn. Right. But all these buildings, including the World's Fair, and we'll get into that too in a second. Um, all these buildings supposedly burnt down between 1890 and 1920. And the shit that remains is all Capitol buildings, courthouses, uh, uh, state buildings, or fucking Washington, D.C., right? Again, these evil, dark arse, beast system, uh, they infiltrate and they take over, in my view, what are sacred, holy buildings built by... If we want to call him Yeshua, Christ, whatever, you'll, you'll vibe on this one. Or like the Hebrew and the Greek called him the Architecton, which means the master builder, which again, we had the English Bible that said, oh, he's a, he's a, a, a carpenter, right? Yeah. Which is a builder. Uh, but uh, I believe a lot of stuff was lost in translation. So what, what whatever ancient Hebrew, because uh, I believe Architecton is actually Greek. I could be wrong. Uh, and fact check me, motherfuckers. Uh, but uh, so you had that, and then so everybody's saying, "Oh, this is Tartaria. This is Tartaria. This is Tartaria." Right? But all these buildings. I'm sorry, I skip around sometimes. I'm ADD as fuck. I know you got a hyper family member. Oh yeah. Probably made you laugh all the time yeah, and got yeah. in trouble. And uh, but uh, I'm that family member. So uh, freaking you got. And I'm and I'm gonna want to I want to I know I'm going off right now and I, I'm gonna let you in, bro. I swear because I need your info. That's why I have you here right now. Yeah. Uh, but um, so you have all these buildings, right? That were created, in my view, within the last I don't know two thousand years, maybe, right? Okay. So I'm like looking at this shit. It looks like ancient or or, or like older world Roman uh, or Greek or European architecture, which is like clearly in alignment with sacred geometry, right? 
And I'm like looking at this shit and I'm like, damn, bro, like, why can't we build that today if we built that in the 1850s? And I'll tell you why, because we didn't build that shit in the 1850s. And there's nothing no one could say to me to make me believe that it's true. I mean, we had insane asylums that looked like Rothschild mansions. Like, where were all these crazy people coming from to begin with? And like, what made, like, they were living lavishly like that with mental illnesses? We see how they treat the mentally ill nowadays. They kick them out on the streets and we call them homeless, right? So I just don't buy into that narrative. Um, and, and then so you have all these images of all these buildings that supposedly burnt down, right? And But Levi's saying they're Tartarian. And this other guy's saying, well, John Levi's a shill. And, and I'm just saying, I don't think Levi's a shill. I just think there's so much information that we're trying to digest. Like, like Sam always says, it's like layers of an onion. Some people get lost in the layers. And some people, they stay stuck on their narrative, they, they, you know, because they're so transfixed on what they say, which is why I try to keep an open mind. I always say, if it's true, I'll change my opinion. I'm open like that. Um, so then we have the, these buildings that are saying, oh, this is the Tartarian Empire. But this is the millennial reign of Christ right here. This is, I'm not saying this is for, for sure a fact. So... So in 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 Re- Revelations, yeah. they say um, man is fucking up the world and it becomes like the time of Noah, right? Yeah. So you know about the flood and the mud floods yep, yep. and all that. Um, so God's got to come back and there's an apocalypse, right? Yeah. Well, they want us to believe there's an apocalypse right now. Yeah. But if you tell me right now, bro, if this isn't the most theatricized, reversible apocalypse you've ever seen, bro, we ain't got no food shortage. We live in a in a world of abundance it's like sunny and raining all the time we, we, we don't have to be destroying our environments these these freaking dark arts corporations and politicians that are giving them the green light are letting them destroy the planet like, like uh, nobody's got to be starving nobody's got to be and COVID are you kidding me the, what do they call that the pestilence um, you know plagues and yeah, shit like yeah. that bro like they were hiding medicine from people. They they were they were telling people not to listen to natural paths, and they were telling you the only way to cure yourself from COVID is to either get on this respirator that might kill you, go home and maybe live, or take this vaccine and maybe live or maybe die. But in the in the past, they would give us pills. They would give us you know what I mean. Yeah. Like they would give us other remedies to help us fight these diseases. Yeah, and apparently it was uh, Rothschild who started like the the modern medicine. Rockefellers. Rockefeller. Yeah. Rockefeller started the, the modern medicine uh, industry and started phasing out all like the the na- the native. Yes, medicine, the naturopathic. The, yeah. The naturopath. And then they took over the universities after that. Yeah, man, the universities, all that shit's fucking bullshit, man. Like, I used to go. To, I was going to community college until I walked out, and it's like it's a joke, man. Everybody there is like kids. You know what I mean? Like I was. I mean, I was like 20, 22 or whatever, but I was surrounded by kids. And even the teachers are just a joke. You know, everybody's just regurgitating. Yeah, it's 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 linear yeah. learning. Like, the learning that you and me are clearly in, it's it's moving all... It's, it's flowing. It's going in different directions. It's not this constant time fucking loop. It's not, to me, it's not even a loop, dude. It's so linear. It's just, yeah. like that's you said, they, regurgitating. Well, that's, that's what they want us to think. They want us to think linear and boxed. Like everything's just go, going forward. Don't look back. Don't look back. Just keep going forward. When it's not, it's all circular. It's all um, cyclical. And if we were to take a, take a moment to look back, 
literally look back at our history, at our Tartarian history or whatever, we start to see where the lies were uncovered. And um, yeah, it's interesting, man, because, uh, you know, we had like the burning of the Library of Alexandria. Yes, I've talked about this before. Right. I know that that was, was on, done on purpose. Hell yeah, that was done on purpose. You know, we had the burning of that. And then, you know, just time and time again, we've had all this this unfortunate killing and burning of our past. Uh, another instance would be the Spanish, you know, conquerors or colonizers. Absolutely. And I'm going to get into the Southwest in a minute, too. Yeah, it came and burned fucking like 98% of all of the books. And now we have, what, four codices left over? So, well, yeah, and then there's probably 50 in the freaking vault yeah. of the Vatican. Dude, and then you look at all the modern wars, bro. From like desert storm till now, what what is, what is the first thing they start doing? Bomb, Bombing yeah. ancient sites and museums. Yeah, I mean goodbye to. I mean, come on, Mosul. And people people want you to believe that, like, oh well, they used to do that. Like, it's just like like everybody thinks like, oh, we're so advanced and we're just moving forward so much. But conspiracies, <laughs> that's a thing of the past. Everything evolves except for the evil of humanity. It's like, dude, come on, guys, you gotta. Yeah, dude, and just, I think just the past, like, year or so, um, some Ethiopian um, domestic wars were, I mean, there's always domestic war going on between the Ethiopians and the Eritreans, and I think just within the past year, they, they bombed and looted one of the most ancient Christian sites there. Yeah. That held a bunch of manuscripts. Well, I've heard that the, 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 the um, supposed Ark of the Covenant is in Ethiopia. I've yeah. heard that multiple times now. I actually, shout out, I got a documentary on it on Esoteric ADTV. Oh, dude. Holla. Yeah, I got some homies that are like that are Rastafarians, you know, and and big up all of that lifestyle and culture. So I, I got mad respect for for Hali Selassie and that whole Solomonic. Bro, dynasty. again, dude, that, that's why what, what what I'm gonna talk about here in the very near future is it's it's so weird because that's why I need your. Because I think it has something to do with Enlil and Anki, bro, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm going to tie in all this shit right now. I'm going to do my best to tie it all in. Yeah. Uh, so, um, well, we have the 12 tribes of Israel, right? Which, and clearly it, it says that, that Christ is like a man of all color with woolly hair, right? Yeah. Well, who's got woolly hair? Our African brothers and sisters. Straight out, right? Um, and, and if there's 12 tribes, to me... That means there's probably 12 different colors in those tribes. Uh, that's just me. I don't know if that's true. Theory I have. Um, so, I'm going to take it back to uh, pre-apocalypse uh, in the book of Revelations. Like People were fucking up. They were doing all this shit. And then there was supposed to be uh, an apocalypse where, you know, the the... the, the you know, they were, the, the mountains were going to melt. Dude, yeah. there's pictures online of all these melted mountains everywhere, bro. Have you seen yeah. the videos on the gigantic tree, petrified tree stumps? I've seen that stuff. It's pretty wild. Dude, yeah, bro. It's pretty wild. I've walked through petrified forests in New Mexico. Yeah. Those mountains look like massive petrified tree stumps. Have you seen like the... The, the tree the, of life, brother. Have you seen the petrified dinosaur? Um, oh, yeah, the like elephant or whatever? Or something? Yeah, there's... Some, some, oh. some Asian country, I just saw it, I don't know, it's like a petrified, a petrified dinosaur tree, dude, it looks, it's supposed to be a tree, quote unquote. Oh, okay. It's supposed to be a tree, but it looks like a fucking dinosaur, dude, like. Oh, I'll have to wild. check Look, that out. Not a dinosaur, sorry, a dragon. It's huge ass fucking like, um, but the, the, when I first heard about Tartaria, that was the thing that kind of like, was like, hold up, like this, this is wild, dude, like to think that these fucking mountains are tree stumps, that was the thing that kind of like made me skeptical but also wanted to look into it 
Yeah, and I was really skeptical of mountains being tree stems. And I'm not saying all mountains were, right? Because yeah. I believe a lot of mountains are organic, but places like Devil's Tower, and there's like a couple of other there's a couple of other mountains that like I wouldn't be surprised if on every continent there was a sacred tree because if you go back even to like the Viking legends what was that the the tree called Asgard or Isgard or something like that dude if you go back to all and I'm not saying that this is the way that it is but every ancient civilization had like this tree thing and they all had the dome thing going they all yeah. had the firmament thing going yeah, yeah. the only person that broke that shit was NASA and I don't trust Nazis or the va- pedophile Vatican. Uh, so, fuck. I'm trying to think of how I want to tie this in, bro. Because, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so, the, let's say there's an apocalypse, right? Yeah. And then during that time, Christ is supposed to send Lucifer to uh, Hades for a thousand years, right? Yeah, some, there's something about uh, the devil um, having permission to rule for a thousand years. Or, or no no Christ would would come back for yeah. a thousand years which would be the millennial reign. Millennial reign. And then no, during oh, Satan I think it's ten thousand years. And then, okay, so then he would have the the pre millennial reign is what I would think. And then yeah. he would set they would send them. You gonna check it out? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> sure Lucifer or Satan goes to hell for a thousand years during Christ's millennial reign. Now, was the world perfect? No, people still had choices, but they lived a little bit longer and and, and um, life was better. So this is where the trippy shit comes in. Um, because uh, there's all these coins. Yeah. Uh, and I think it might even have talked about this in scripture or something. We'll know Christ has returned by the, you know, the new, the, the, uh, the the letters on a coin or something like that, which is I and J for Isus or Jesus, right? Yeah. So uh, between like this Roman Empire, which in my view that would be the timeline of this millennial reign or t- or Tartaria or whatever you want to call it, yeah. there was coins from all over the world. Wait, wait. So when did that start? I don't know. Oh, okay. So you're, but you're saying it kind of started around that era? Yeah. I th- well, I think our timelines are so fucked up that, yeah. that we've been lied to about everything. So why would we know the truth about our timelines? So we don't... So trying to cover up when the millennial reign started? Yes. Okay. Uh, and I think, like, it's even down to the point where, like, they say daylight savings and leap year. I think that's all done to throw us off our biological clock and our circadian mm-hmm. rhythms. Dude, did you know in Ethiopia it's still 2014? I'm not surprised, bro. Shit. I'm not surprised. Hey, bro, it makes sense. Shit. Fucking 20, 2012, 2021, same fucking numbers, right? Yeah. If you're if you're studying numerology, um. So and then you got you got the the Roman Empire and you have Julius Caesar, JC, Jesus Christ, JC, and I've heard that that Julius Caesar was a front for Jesus Christ before. Don't know if that's true. Just throwing it out there, um. But on all these 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 doubloons and these coins and all this stuff, you'll see either a J before the date or an I before the date, right? Yeah. Which is Jesus or or, or Isus, yeah. um, and um, and even in some of the books it talks about that. So, uh, this architecture all over America that's been destroyed is similar to the architecture in DC and all these state buildings and you know the mud floods or whatever which will bring us in and take us into which I 
have done this. I haven't heard anybody talking about this online. Is Tiki Viracocha and the Inca civilization, as well as Quetzalcoatl and um, the Omex, which which I believe is is um, there's Viracocha and then there's uh, I forget his name. Uh, it starts with a C H. Uh, uh, Kukul Khan. Yeah, Kukul Khan. Um, and so. Um, when I studied about v- Viracocha, the, the parallels be him, between him and Christ, which is where Enlil and Anki, I believe, are going to come in here, bro. Because mm. um, uh, Viracocha had a brother or brothers, yeah. and they were fighting with each other. And yeah. supposedly Viracocha came as a tall man with blonde hair and blue eyes and a beard, and he wore a white robe. And he walked across water, yeah. and he wore a crown on his head representing the sun. Or the son of God, right? And we all know the sun, if we look at the reflection, can walk across water. Um, but did, did, they, did, did he literally walk across water? He came there to the people uh, preaching love, healing, truth, mind, body, spirit. Uh, and when he got there, they had just, uh, they were recouping somehow. And a lot of them were like running around naked and like living like wild animals um, because they were recovering from a flood. Yo, do you ever think that like when the ancients talk about the gods being white with with white hair and blue eyes, it's really because these gods are fucking old? Yes. And that's them and their seniority? Yes. That's, I, yeah, because they could live a thousand years. That's what I think. I think it's like all these, these stories about... I mean, some of them could be that complexion in that style, but I feel like it's it's the olden god just in their seniority and their fucking hair has just gone white and they're kind of lo- getting cataracts or something. Yes, a- absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Bro, that is brilliant. Um, see, that's why I wanted to have you on, bro, because my mind is racing. Um- yeah. No, for sure. And real quick, uh, okay, so the, just a clear thing about Satan. So um, the book of Revelation, chapter 27 through 10, uh, says that when the thousand years are over, so when the millennial so reign is Millennial over, reign. Then Satan is released from from his prison, and then dece- is, uh, deceives the nations in the four corners, and then some battle happens. Yeah, we're gonna get into that's the future of what I'm telling you right now. Mm-hmm. So we, you got Viracocha, you got Quetzalcoatl. They're the same guys. They're the same area, just a few miles uh, up and above each other. Maybe not a few miles, a few hundred thousand, whatever. But but it, they're, they're, there's the, the parallels between the the the. The building type and the pyramids, and even just the the, the people in general. Um, so, Viracocha, um, when he left, what he taught them was was agriculture. He taught them weaving. He taught them, yeah. you know, all all, all this stuff that, that we know today. Yeah. Um, and and then um, also, he helped build Machu Picchu, Chichen Itza. Um. Uh, there's uh, there's another uh, another spot. I forget what it's called. Uh, Kuk, uh not Kukulkan. That that was the. Is um, I think it starts with a T. Mm, I know what you're talking about. Uh, but but also he has affiliations with Nazca. He taught him about astrology, numerology, all this stuff. But he was a master builder. He was an architecton. Is why he was, and he fits the perfect description. Of the Messiah. I'm just saying. I'm not saying he's the same person, but I find it just kind of hard to believe yeah. that he might not be aligned somehow, some way. Um, and so he builds Machu Picchu uh, on Pumapunka, I Puma think. Punka, yeah. 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 Um, 
and um, and uh, and then he leaves. And how does he leave? Him and his followers walk across the water towards the west to where did I live? Hawaii. And his full name was Contiki Viracocha. He walked across the Pacific towards the west. And, and when I lived in Hawaii, the, the, the people when I asked, who is Tiki? They said, oh, he's like the Hawaiian Jesus. So I don't know. I'm just tying weird shit together yeah. off my life experience. Could be wrong. Throwing it out there. So, apparently, Tiki Viracocha, when when he got angry at some people, he made the mountains melt like wax. Where have we heard that before? Exactly in the book of Revelation. The mountains melt like wax. Go online. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to give you guys. I don't. I would say this. Sheep need to be fed information. Wolves go out and hunt for it. I will tell you the, the, the names of stuff to look up. Go out and do it yourself. Go out and look melted mountains, melted buildings, mountains like wax on YouTube. There's videos of that shit. Yeah, and Viracocha was always symbolized by like a thunderbolt. Yeah, well, which is weird because how did Lucifer hit Earth? That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. tying these, is, is he Enlil? Is he Anki? Who is he? Right, because right. even Viracocha, he he's he said they said that the, the natives were small in stature. They were our size, bro. We're yeah, little right. dudes, right? Yeah. So they were our size. But did did Viracocha built giants? But he didn't like the way the giants were acting. Mm. But we have the Tartarians that are supposedly giants. Yeah. Well, there's only one passage in the Bible that talks about giants: the Nephilim, Genesis, Genesis six. And yeah. who were the giants? Right, the offspring the of fallen, and God and, and the fallen angels. Fallen angels, yeah, yeah. It's interesting, man. Like, for example, uh, the Hittites. Right, the Hittites were the bridge between the old Sumerian world and what would become the the Egyptian and Greek world. Yeah, the Hittites. They were in that middle period, and the Hittites had uh, a pantheon of gods headed by Teshub, the storm god, also known also known as Adad. And um, what's interesting about the Hittite pantheon is they also had olden gods. And all the olden gods had Sumerian names. So by the time the Hittites had come, the Sumerian gods, Enki and Enlil, were already in their seniority. There were, there was a, there's a couple of Hittite tales where the gods have to seek counsel for, from the olden gods. And they have to go to the, to the mountains and seek them. And like, like, the, like the native people used to do. Yeah. Seeking counsel and fasting for... Yeah, so so um, I think a lot of it's easy for us to couple up all these gods in, into one archetype, but um, we're really dealing with a multitude of gods, fam- families, and the, a lot of some of these families are symbolized by like the thunderbolt, or symbolized by the snake, or symbolized by the eagle. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was gonna get into that too. Yeah, so the thunderbolt gods, from what I've researched um, or studied, are more so of the Enlil line. Okay. The Thunderbolt gods. and um, So that would be like the Greek or whatever. Yeah, like Zeus. Yeah, yeah, Zeus. Jupiter. Jupiter. Yeah. yeah. Uh, cr- uh, cr- I don't know, is Kronos the same guy? Kronos, I think, is... Oh, no, he's uh, Saturn. Time, Never like mind. Time, yeah, yeah, he's time. He's Saturn. But, uh, yeah, it, it, just, it's all these different names, all these different perspectives, but it all goes back to the Sumerian guys. And it's like Zechariah Sitchin's work is very, very uh, profound because he does a good the job. The 12th planet. Yeah, he just does a good job of, uh, you know, categorizing all these, these gods and showing you how they progress throughout these different cultures. And uh, according to him, Quetzalcoatl was, was uh, 
Ningesida uh, or, Ta, or Toth. Oh, Thoth? Yeah, Thoth. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he was Enki's son. And then um, Viracocha, I believe, as Sitchin concluded, was, was uh, Teshub. Or, or um, basically, I think it was Enlil's grandson. Okay. But uh, that's that's Sitchin, you know, and and to me he's like a major authority, right? Yeah, yeah. See, I I read it. I read his book. I I went on a deep dive with with. with... I see what you're saying here, right? Like it's it's all the, the the gods, right? And and we can we can get metaphysical and say, yeah, maybe it was Christ. You know what I mean, maybe it yeah. was Christ. Or like you're saying, maybe it was a multitude of people from the same lineage. Yeah. Because when they, to my knowledge, like I said, they. He created these giants, and then they were acting crazy and wild, like yeah. the Nephilim would, yeah. and so he destroyed them. Yeah. Right? And th- isn't there a story about, like, Enlil, or it was like, Enlil wanted to destroy Anki's creation, and... Yeah, well, the the whole story of Noah was taken from the Sumerian um, Atrahasis. So, there's a creation, there's a the flood story back in Sumeria known as the, uh, the Atrahasis epic. Same exact thing. Except instead of it being one god, it's the two brother gods fighting over this conflict. And Enlil and the other gods say, we are going to conspiracy, we're going to come together in a conspiracy to destroy mankind behind their back and allow the flood to come. And then Enki agrees to this, but um, in, in the text, this is all in ancient cuneiform text that you can read and see for your own eyes today. And Enki says, okay, I agree. I will not tell the humans about it, but he's clever. He's the snake. He's the serpent. So he goes behind the, 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 the gods' backs and he sits Anki out. is the serpent. Yeah. So Anlil's the eagle. Yep. So, I was, just real quick, yeah. I, I broke it down. I was like, Western civilization is the eagle. Uh, all right. So American civilization is the serpent. European civilization is the eagle. Yeah, yeah, we can get into that in a second, but just, just to wrap this up. Uh, so Enki being you know, clever, instead of telling... Uh, the human Noah character, which was known as Atrahasis or, or Zia Sudra, depending on which one you read, instead of telling him directly, yo, this is what we got planned, he spoke to his wall. He said, listen to me, wall, what I have to say to you. And it's his subject, Noah or Zia Sudra, was on the other side of the wall, like, listening. Like, what? Like, oh. oh, my God is speaking to me. And Enki in the text says, no, I'm not speaking to you. I'm speaking to the wall. So that's how he found a loophole. And he tells, uh, okay. he tells the brother, I didn't tell the humans, I told the wall, you know? Yeah. I, I told the wall about the flood. But uh, yeah, this whole thing about the eagle and the snake. Well, there, you know, some people would say that America is like the new Rome. So in, in some ways, we carried on that imperialistic tradition Absolutely. of the eagle, right? Yeah. And Below the border is the snake, for sure. Yeah, yeah, in ancient times, for sure. And, and what's interesting is Enlil... Uh, we could say kind of took on the Yahweh tradition of the, the hardcore religious tradition of the institutions and then Enki went on to be like the mysticism okay Enki went on to start the Egypt mysticism. Enki is the serpent Enlil is the eagle yeah Enlil, okay. Enlil is the imperial institution yeah and Enki is the mystical uh, mis- mysteries okay but uh yeah man so um I was gonna, what the, I was gonna tie into. So how you know how like the like we talked about earlier how I feel like the Catholic Church hijacked all these sacred temples that were you know again like when I and I've said this so many times when I look at these things like I don't see just you know masons or like oh ancient man built this like I don't see our race of 
I'm not even saying it was like aliens or anything, but the the conscious the level of consciousness that we have on this planet, we didn't build that shit, dude. There's no way, and I'll tell you why. Because is perfectly geometric is these things are built, they have a li- living vibration. On top of that, they're built on the meridians, the acupressure points of the mother earth. On top of that, they're in perfect formations with the constellations and cosmos above. So whoever created that were not only master artisans, they were divinely inspired or were the divine themselves. They were living in perfect accordance with natural law. Yeah, uh, what's interesting is the first seven, the first legendary seven cities that were built by the Anunnaki, and we can see this on a map, and Sitchin illustrates this a lot. The first seven cities out there in the Middle East, um, if you look at them from an aerial point of view, they were all perfectly built in a linear fashion so that if you were looking at them through an aerial view, you can almost visit all of them like, like a landing path. Oh, okay. So the first seven cities were all built so that they could be easily traversed through aerial craft. So Okay. And... Um, well, I looked at a lot of like the, the even like the, the Aztec and Mayan pyramids, they almost look like landing platforms for like helicopters or yeah. UFO, which I don't believe is extraterrestrial. I believe it's freaking old technology from yeah. back in the day, the, the Nazis reinvented. But like you could land like a UFO on top of that stuff. Yeah, and another interesting thing um, when it comes to Sumeria is, is uh, we have a lot of their statuettes and a lot of their little you know, little figurines and a lot of them are always in this votive stance like looking up and in particular we have a lot of those of one of their last kings Gudea it's like Judea, Judea but with uh-huh. a G Gudea so we have a lot of these figurines of Gudea standing in this votive stance and a lot of his inscriptions are, are all him bigging up the Anunnaki and the gods and we have this very famous text um, from Gudea and it's literally what it is it's him um, having a dream so, so to speak of the gods showing him blueprints on how to build a, this specific temple and in that specific temple there's supposed to be a room built for the gods divine bird which Sitchin claims is uh, one of their aircraft okay well and like if we look at a lot of like Mayan and Aztec ruins it almost looks like these guys are are inside of a rocket ship and I've heard that the, the, about the Tower of Babel was that a rocket ship I don't know but um Uh, I was going to say, like, with the whole millennial reign thing. Yeah. Um, so, let's say, for instance, the, the apocalypse happens. There's a lot to insinuate that it possibly could have already happened because it seems like there's been multiple floods and mud floods. Um, and, and, like, uh, I think that even, like, the Incas talked about uh, the black rain or, or, you know, the dark rain or the dirt rain or whatever, which, hello, mud flood, Tartaria. Yeah. Um, and um, so, and then also, like, we've got... Uh, pictures of melted mountains all over the fucking world um and on top of it we know that our that our date has been thrown off like these guys have lied to us about everything 
and then and now we know the the Catholic Church has has usurped or or in, injected themselves into all these sacred structures, uh, you know, only to be you know braggarts and, and, and scoundrels and to put their resonant vibration in something holy and pure. And then now you have this Tartarian narrative, which you know again I hear oh they're giants, they're this, they're that. Well, every time I've heard of giants. You know, even the natives, like there's, oh, there's, that's right, there's glyphs of Aztecs and Olmecs and Toltecs killing freaking giants. I mm -hmm. forgot about that. Um, and uh, the giants are never referred to usually um, as like the nicest of guys. So uh, what I think personally is, is and, and of all the Christ stuff, of all the Tartaria stuff I've ever heard, this is what made the most sense to me was that the apocalypse already happened. Christ came back. He reigned. He built all these buildings, um, all these incredibly uh, profound buildings, specifically the ones that, that um, were in North America. Because, I mean, even like like they want us to believe the Holy Land is, is in the Middle East. Come on, homie. Like in my view, the Holy Land is either in Africa, South America, or South America to North America. What's more fertile in, uh, than those lands, bro? Right. right? So, like, they tell everything they tell us is a lie. So, like, it's like, why would God say, oh, this is the land of milk and honey in the middle of this fucking desert? Like, who do we know that roams around in the desert? Satan. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. where Christ met, you know, like, where Satan's like, oh, kneel before me and I'll give you the keys to all the kingdoms of the world. Just bow before me. Um, yeah. And so, like, when I heard that, in, in my view, the, like, the most accurate thing was, I was like, oh, shit, maybe if Christ, the actual Christ, was an actual person, and him and his angels came back, and they threw, whether it was An Anki was, was the, was, would have been Christ, right? Yeah, well, Anki would have been, uh, like, of the Lucifer line, if you're looking at it from the church. Okay. Right? But if you're looking at it from just like a, a spiritual approach, Enki was the one who started the mystery schools. Okay. So Enki's, Enki and his son started the mystery schools, the first secret societies that later were corrupted. And uh, Enlil was the one who started all the imperialism that would later pervert and demonize what Enki did. Okay. Okay. So... Um, damn, I just lost my train of thought. Uh, but, uh, I, I was thinking like, we have this, yeah. we have this unaccounted for time, right? Yeah. And that's from like 1800 to 1900. Is that what we're saying? So, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Right. Right. And, and, and you have this unaccounted for time and then you have all this architecture that just suddenly appears out of nowhere in the middle 1800s and all these people that just appear out of nowhere. And, and, and I'm also under the impression that pre-Columbian, every race lived on freaking in America. Every race inhibited all parts of the world that at some point, man or scumbags, like, like sure, some people settled in certain areas, but I think there was like, like intentional separations as well, right? Okay. Uh, yeah. But if you like look at like even like the Hopi prophecies, the Hopi prophecies say um, there's four races. There's white, there's yellow, there's red, there's black. The white people represent the fire. If you look at 
white history. You can yeah. see the good and the bad of fire. Yeah. The yellow people represent the air, which is the mind. You look at their history, you can see the good and bad of that person. The red people represent the earth, uh, which is is the body. We can look back and, and like that's why like a lot of times like people are like, oh well, you know, the white people did all this to the Indians, and I'm like, yeah, a lot of the Indians were doing that themselves before whitey even showed up. Yeah. So uh we can see the good and the bad of the body of the earth. Uh, and then and then the black people represented the water, which is emotion. Yeah. And we can see the good and the bad of that as well. And and I don't know if that goes into like the Atlanteans, uh, the Lemurians, the Tartarians and the Hyperboreans. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Those four civilizations. Yeah. Which I've been trying to break that shit down too because I'm fucking weird like that. But this time period of... All these buildings and star forts and all this shit that is like they're saying is Tartaria, which would have been, to, according to a lot of people from what I hear, are giants. I'm like, I don't know, man, because I feel like if Christ was the architecton, yeah. the master builder, and we look at these structures, it's like, and then now, right now, like how they said, oh, Lucifer is going to be released from. Um, or Satan. Or Satan. Satan. Yeah, yeah, Satan, my bad. Yeah. I know Lucifer and Satan are different. The yeah. devil and the dragon, they're all different beings. Beelzebub's different than. I, I know that. I, I, I slip up sometimes. And so Satan's going to be released from this pit after a thousand years to reign for a short season. And during that time, he will deceive the four corners of the earth. Yeah. Bro. Are we not seeing that with politicians right now? Fuck, we are, dude. That's what I'm saying, bro. So now I get it. Now I get what the connection is. Because moving through the whole, you know, there was architecture here and then we didn't build it. That's where things get kind of like... I know, like, I'm sorry. I, I, I also ate fucking two double-doubles before I came here and I was like, I was like driving. I was like... Man, I shouldn't eat those fucking burgers. I was like getting tired and shit as I was driving to come see you. No, I'm not speaking on you, but just the subject in general. Like, no pun intended, it gets muddy, right? But I, I get what you're saying now. And, and um, we've always known about this Atlantean period. That's something the mystics have always talked about. Which is what I think is the millennial reign, bro. Yeah, so there was a, an Atlantean period, which we can say was the millennial reign. And as Graham Hancock would say, a cataclysm occurred which could have been the mud floods and all that stuff. And then it gave us uh, amnesia, right? It yes. Cultural amnesia. Yes. And then that was a sweet spot where the, you know, whatever you want to call them, you know. Satan. The, Satan. Beast system. The beast system came in and snuck in, in that sweet spot and started switching everything up, perverting everything, making bad good, good bad, all that, tricking us and then kind of reset it all. And then here we are, reset in this system that we're currently in. So now we're in the tail end of the, the millennial reign. And now we're witnessing the deception period right now. Yes, which is why I said false apocalypse, bro. I, I, I was an organic farmer in Hawaii for five years on two different islands. Dude, it's pissing rain all the time. And the, and the, the land is so fertile and lush. Like, you can't even eat all the vegetables and fruit that you grow, right? You can't give it all away even, yeah. dude. Yeah. So, when I fly across the country or drive across the country and see that 65, 70% of the country is empty and I know about aquaponics and shit, we could be opening warehouses full of food all across this country. When I think of, like, ancient technology, like, uh, uh, um, uh, 
hydroelectricity. When I think of like they're they're trying to say, oh, these windmills and shit. Yeah. It's like, dude, we could run that shit with magnets, and we don't even need wind. Yeah. We we alternating current. Um, there's just like so many yeah, different, right? Yeah, and you know who never talks about the world that the world ending? You know who never says that the world is ending? It's fucking billionaires, millionaires. You never see them on TV saying, oh, the world's ending. Because they know it's not. Yes. Because millionaires and people in our stature focus on numbers. And these motherfuckers focus on the stars. These billionaires focus on the stars. They know about the occult. They know about the esoteric. I, I've been saying for the last two years, everything, oh, the world's ending. Da, da, da. I was like, no, it ain't. It's just about to begin. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I say all the time, man. It's like they want the lay people out here freaking out with this uh, book of revelations. And to them, the book of Revelations is just Jumanji. They just bust it out and start throwing the dice and throwing the keywords. Yeah, they're using spells. Spelling. Yeah. Curse if. They're fucking magicians. I keep telling people, and I've been telling them for years. I'm like, dude, we are literally on some Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, Dark Crystal, Return of the Jedi, never-ending story shit. Hey, House of Gryffindor, fucking Eagle versus Slytherin. Slytherin. Slytherin the Snake. Damn! <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Wow. They're, they're always, the media, there's always the elite. Predictive the media, programming. Predictive programming. Revelation of the method. But they're always uh, insulting or putting down the serpent, right? Because the serpent is Anki and that the serpent is the mysteries. The church always tells you, oh, Egypt's evil or, you know, magic's yeah. evil. You know, yeah. Oh, I know it's not. evil. But if you, if you research it deeper, the mysteries go back to Enki and go back to, to all of that stuff and real ascension, real metaphysical work, not just showing up on Sunday and if you're putting your dollar in the basket. But even like these religions, they don't even realize, dude, you guys are practicing magic. Yeah. So somebody had said sometime, they're like, dude, we are unconsciously creating our reality all the time. Yeah. Why don't we get a hold of shit and start consciously creating it instead. So like, we're gonna con unconsciously create a reality. We might as well be aware, become the true wizards and, and witches and, 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 and merlins and magicians that we really are and start consciously creating a reality. When you walk into the shower, visualize yourself washing away the troubles of, you know, the since the last time you showered or yeah. when you meditate, visualize and feel your next workout or the fact that you're going to be meditating until you're old and until you become bones visualize yourself ascending i visualize people like waking up bro i i literally in in my heart of hearts i don't want to see a, another apocalypse and, and that's another reason why when i heard about this millennial reign because yeah. i was praying i was like i was like god like haven't we had enough suffering hasn't there like why do we got to keep this going dude like why does the world need to be why does there have to be blood up to the horse's mouth like i don't want to see that shit we've had enough of it dude like can we please just have you come down and and, and just wake us up and just like drop like like create a sacred architecture over the fucking planet and like begin us on our fucking five sensory mushroom trip like so so our consciousness just gets raised right so we don't have to and dude and look at this look at this fucking deceptive ass world war now bro like 
It's like, it's so fucking phony, dude. Motherfuckers are out there with wooden guns. They're dropping clips out of their AKs. You got Russia saying, no, we actually didn't attack those Ukrainians. They were starving and we gave them food. And it's just like, it's like, oh my God, dude. It's so fucking phony, bro. Well, now you see, man. Now you see. And that's what God wants. That's, that's what the creator wants is that energy. That that energy, that amount of, of, a, of a want and need for it right, right? And, and I have a friend of mine who's very he's religious you know and, and uh, but open minded and uh, he's always coming to me with questions and he says yo man like why is there so much evil in the world and I tell him don't worry about it man because he's, he's a man of the bible so I say look to your book what does it say man it tells you God will release the evil he's doing this for that energy yeah it's a teacher bro so I'm sure you can like like if I look back on my past, my troubled childhood, being locked up for all those years, all this this shit that I once at one point in my life thought I was cursed. I swear to God, I thought I was cursed, bro. And then now years later, looking back, I'm like, damn, that was the best blessing God could have ever given me, dude. I got through all that shit while all these other kids are running around the streets. They don't even know what fucking gender they are. They're they're pissed off about microaggression. Everything is racist. It's like they're reacting to everything. They're giving all this power to all this external shit. I'm like, oh my God. It's because these guys grew up on mommy and daddy's couch watching the Disney Channel. They didn't have the pleasure of fucking being a gavacho in the fucking barrio. And growing up around gangsters and skateboarders and punk rockers and drug addicts. And having a construction, angry construction worker father. Or spending years in a fucking prison cell during the gang era in LA. They didn't have. So they didn't have the pleasure of, of, of uh, going through that shit. And I look at all those, those, those traumas and those struggles as a fucking blessing, dude. Um, and, and just because I, I did a lot of talking, but I, I really would like... You said, oh, you wrapped it up when you said, oh, this is the deception, right? Like when yeah. I said the millennial rain already happened. And look at... Just look at it, bro. Yeah. Like we can't build like that anymore. They're, they're fucking making up lies. The scumbags took all the architecture. And now you got Justin Trudeau coming out virtue signaling about how the Ukraine has the right to a democracy like everyone else. Even though I just tortured the shit out of all the truckers that were protesting to feed their family. Yeah. Right? It's like the most l- Luciferian satanic shit. Hey, to the 10th, man. To the fucking 10th. And uh, we got to build from the ground up. You know what I mean? Because it's like... Yeah, I mean, the elite are doing some fucking major foul shit. But then we got even, like, friends and family doing foul shit. You know what I mean? And then we got our, our own selves doing foul shit to ourselves. So the way I view it is, like, we really can't do anything unless we start within. Absolutely, dude. When we when we become the, the, the master builder of our own vessel, of yes. our own church. Our, our own holy temple. Yes. Starts with Starts there. And then we go, and then we go out to the world. But uh, yeah, man, we're living in it. This is it. This is the big time. This is the big war. So get your popcorn. So so ten, so eleven years ago, you know, I'd been I'd been been free for probably about ten years at that point. I was tattooing, bro, killing the game, making money. Uh, then I went through this rough patch where I lost my girlfriend, fucking lost my job. My, my life basically turned into an old country music song. And 
And like, bro, I was going through it. And, and I was smoking weed all the time and drinking all the time. And, and but I, I've been off and on with all that shit for years. I've been, I haven't touched anything now for over two years. Um, but I, I would do the right hallucinogen. Yeah. Uh, um, only because I don't like hallucinogens and I always get proud profound revelations from them oh, yeah. um but uh my friend told me like literally bro i started having nervous breakdowns bro and i was like what the fuck like and I, because i'm psychic i thought all this shit was why isn't this happening i keep getting these these psychic feelings that i, I normally get that shit happens and then i realized dude you have post-traumatic stress disorder mm. right and then i took all these tests on it and i had it and then my buddy told me about this this meditation place called vipassana where you go and you sit in 10 days of silence for like up to 11 hours a day mandatory 7 hours a day right which still at an hour a block of meditation yeah. bro you're not allowed to read you're not allowed to write you're not allowed to get on your phone nothing you're there to meditate with breaks in between each hour it's uh, a monk level right there yeah and so I went and I did it and um, I'd had like 20 years of nightmares and all that shit went away well, on the seventh day, I stopped having nightmares, bro. I'm talking about every night nightmares, bro. Oh yeah. And there's 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 um, disorders from PTSD from yeah. that, that that can give you constant nightmares. Yo, I I suffer from that. I mean, I wouldn't say suffer, but I deal with that. Like, I, I do you meditate a lot. Not anymore, but it is something that I do. I practice. I do practice meditation throughout the week. I wouldn't say daily, but weekly. Okay. But um, it, I like to ask people like, "Yo, do you have nightmares?" Because I, I, I'm basically twenty years of them, bro. Dude, it's interesting. Non-stop, no good dreams. I feel you. Like every I'm, once in a while, I would get a sex dream, if I yeah. was lucky. I would say eight out of ten of my dreams are nightmares, bro. Okay, cool. They're, they're fucking crazy ones too. Yes, meet me, bro. The craziest shit, bro. Yeah. People's face melting, worms coming at, just the craziest fucking shit, dude. Yeah. So I went and I did this meditation and 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 literally I realized because every morning I would wake up after that, after those 10 days, and, and I started having flying dreams again. Did you ever have flying dreams? Yeah, yeah. Dude, I had no flying dreams for the 20 years I had those nightmares. Damn. And, and, and on the seventh day, I had a flying dream and then the nightmares left, bro. No bullshit, bro. Um, so... Uh, I, I did the meditation and then I stayed with it for a month after that and I realized after a month I was like damn I've been waking up feeling joy every morning yeah. like I haven't felt that feeling since I was a little kid yeah. and I didn't even realize that that was the feeling that I was feeling like this this like this chest feeling right right this chest gasm like all around the heart and then I just stayed with the practice and then, yeah sure there was times where I went without it but then I would go back and I would do another Vipassana bro either three days or ten days three days or ten days I've done multiple now and then it was like I was coming out of this meditation and because I write a lot of crazy shit I wrote if you go within you will never go without remember that bro Absolutely. there's two things that will help you with your nightmares one is meditating for 15 minutes or longer I would say meditate for 25 to 30 minutes or longer but for 15 minutes or longer before bed and doing breath work because mm. the breath work will oxygenate your cells you'll get that adrenaline rush out of your body out of the way yeah. it literally gives you have you done it? breath work? I've, I've never done anything like professionally I've never had anybody show me like what that actually I'm gonna, is I'm going to send you links to it bro and you're gonna it's going to be scary the first couple rounds you do it 
Like yeah. for me, it was. It was overwhelming. So, but if you do like some breath work and breath work, if you do like, and it takes like ten minutes, and then you go in like fifteen, twenty minutes, the breath work will literally take you to that meditation state, and then for that next fifteen minutes, you can do your 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 focus on your breathing. And then, like, maybe a few minutes of visual meditation and a prayer afterwards. Because, bro, if you go to that heightened state, I swear to fuck, bro. Now, the only time I pray, the only time I feel like I'm worthy enough to pray is if I meditate before I pray. Because I swear to God, I feel my consciousness shifts. Yeah. And I feel like, okay, well, I'm almost, not quite, because I'm still a dirty human, God. I'm almost on, like, vibrating at a divine, or on on at least a receptivity. Yeah. Of like a divine level, bro, and that's when, and everything I pray for, bro, it, it happens, bro. Oh yeah, I've used manifestation throughout my life, and, and it surprises me when I when I use it, it comes true. And one change that I've done for myself, and I remember hearing this somewhere. I, I don't know if it, I haven't checked it out yet, but apparently the Egyptians talked about when you pray, you're supposed to pray for abundance, or, or you're supposed to pay, pray in uh, um, thankfulness and gratitude. Yes. So that's one. And change. pray for the abundance of others, not just yourself. Yeah, absolutely. So that's one change that I've made is whenever I do pray, because sometimes I either just meditate just to clear the mind or clear yes. the body, but then I also actually pray, pray, where I'm actually trying to connect to God or to Source. And whenever I do that, I'm simply just there to say thank you. You know, thank yes. you. Yes, absolutely. But uh, no, nah, man, I'm digging that. Yeah. Is there is there is there anything else you want to add or anything, bro, or anything I didn't cover? I mean, I know I know I hogged it, bro, but I was like, this guy, I know you with the because I feel like all this shit goes back to the Anunnaki, bro. Yeah, yeah. And, and I read Sitchin's book, but you have you took off with the Anunnaki, like it's like you have that shit memorized. Yes. Yeah, man, I've been reading this since high school, and it like fascinated me for, for years and years and years and I had my own uh, yeah no I was fascinated by it but um, no nah, man this was fun you know what I mean like we didn't really have to get into the book you know I've already done plenty of podcasts on it anybody interested in the book it's for Mystery Revealed you know go check out we can so still plug it. the book if you want to talk about the book right now too no no it's all good like honestly I kind of don't <laughs> okay <laughs> I figure I've, like, I figure, that's yeah. why I asked you have you done podcasts yeah I've done like 14 I was like oh I know this motherfucker been dropping shit on the book that's yeah. why I told him anybody who wants to and the book is fascinating if you want to know about a long uh, version of the book Tinfoil Hat yeah, yeah. Check out Tim Foil Hatch podcast. You know, we get into it. I do I do a pretty good detailed description of it and what I, and whatever. But uh, but no, man. Check it out. Lucifer Mystery Revealed. Amazon.com, or you can hit me up on Instagram, Esoteric Eddie, and I'll send you out a a, 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 co- a signed copy. Check out Esoteric Eddie TV. I got documentaries on there. But nah, man. This was a cool, uh, interesting topic or conversation. Yeah, bro. I, I just, man, I heard that. I heard your podcast, and I was like, dude, this guy's on the level, man. And and uh, and I had to reach out to you, and I and hopefully we can stay in contact and 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 feed each other information. And I'm gonna I'm gonna start watching your videos. And thank you. Man. Yeah. Yeah. One, I guess one thing I do want to say, just one thought I have right now, is there's so many different ways to view the mysteries, right? You can go metaphysical, you can go historical, numerology, all these different things. And uh, what I will say is that. At one point in humans, humans' history, we were connected to the gods. Absolutely. Whoever they were, we were connected to the gods. And as they got old, it seemingly they left. And when they left, that's when religion started. Because we needed to remember them through religion. And then the religions became institutionalized. And now 
they became less about the gods and what they taught us and more about subjugation to institution. But further than that, we all, even the gods, go come from the source. And that's the real mystery, is, is getting back to source. Um, and that's all I want to say. That's, that's why I did breath work. And bro, what was, what, how, did, what, how did God breathe life into the earth? Yeah. The breath and the meditation, bro, are the key. And exercising. And trying to, trying to eat healthy, right? You already know all this stuff. I, I'm not telling you anything you haven't heard a million times before. Uh, c c trying to keep our t as clean as possible. Yeah, I fuck with some in and out. And what? <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, man, Eddie, I really appreciate you coming on the show. And and uh, it's, I don't have like a huge podcast. I don't make any money off of it. I lose money on it actually. Um, but I didn't start it because of that. I started it too because I felt like a lot. There's a lot of. Um, I didn't even really start it to wake people up. I, I felt like this was more for like the people that were already starting to awaken, or you know, because a lot of people will give me information because they hear my podcast and yeah. and you know, enlighten, inspire me and enlighten me, but. Yeah, I just started it to like share with the people, bro. And uh, Absolutely. yeah. Hell yeah. Well, thanks for having me on, dude. Hey, thank you for coming on.